Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode i'm your host evan goldstein with me as always is the wonderful karen randazzo i can't watch this and the amazing chris randazzo steve is the plan (laughs) i'm gonna try something a little new here this is episode 117 for the week of March 15th, 2018. Give you a timestamp so you know when you listen to this way, way in the future, you'll know when <laughs> Because recorded. you're clearly not listening to it now. <laughs> <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. <laughs> this week was my choice. I chose Warehouse 13, Season 3, Episode 11. Emily Lake. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. What shows should we watch? Should we give a shit about the most hot television show on air now? Which I'm sure is some sort of fucking reality. I'm just angry now. Just contact us. Let us know you're there. So, guys... This is this. Uh, we haven't spoken about Warehouse 13, and I have seen all of it, and I have not shared that with you. I'm curious as to how you guys felt about this, especially getting into right in the middle. Well, I didn't mind being dropped into the middle. I, I, okay. I, I always feel like a good show will give you enough to go on to uh, mm-hmm. to. Help you figure out enough to follow what's going on. Um, I like the premise of this show. Okay. Uh, I like the idea of it. I like. Um, I wasn't nuts about uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? The acting. And <laughs> all right, uh, wait a second. What's wait. the other thing that that the writing? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that also. All right, I ha- for fair warning, everyone that's listening. This is a sci-fi show. It's a sci-fi. So and and it but shows. this is from before it was Seafy, right? Well, Seafy has always been Seafy, but it is like the acting well, quality it wasn't always S Y F Y. No, no, no. This, be... this was a sci-fi channel show. This was older. Yeah, this was older, and it made the transition to Seafy. But <laughs> it is like you can get it on the app, and like you could tell a, a sci-fi show from the sci-fi yeah, channel yeah. when you start watching it. Yes, it definitely reeked of uh, the sci-fi channel. The, the And Karen, to your point, that's what caught me with this show is the premise. The fact that fantastical artifacts are found to be kept out of, you know, the public because each one of these things has, you know, some sort of superpower. And I like that. I like to see where they take the history and they and they make it fantastical this particular episode probably the most feels because there's a lot going on um this is a part one of a two-parter 
Um, yeah, we weren't sure whether you wanted us to watch both parts. No, because it seemed that what you gave us was both parts because it was how it was like. It was. It, geez, I, it was. It did. I give you my. Co- I can't remember if I gave you mine. Or if you got it, I don't off. know. It was it was like an hour and a half long? Yeah, you it, gave us, you gave it to us. Okay. So it was, and it was long. Yeah. So I apologize for that. I didn't realize that until I started watching it. And I went, hmm. They put the both parts I, together. I tell you, the feels that I was feeling was the feeling in my ass getting numb because we were there for a while. <laughs> I apologize. My. So it was the it was my. the feeling of lack of feeling. <laughs> Was the feeling of lack of feeling? I, I similarly to Karen, I, I like this uh, show in, in um, theory, uh, con- concept <laughs> more than uh, execution. Okay, and uh, really, I, I honestly, a lot of the acting didn't bother me. It was the main dude. I hate that main dude. He's the worst. Wait, which God, just- main dude? The main, the the face of the show, the, the white McClintock. dude who looks like a cross. Pete. The, he looks like a cross between uh, what Xander and Angel, okay. and like, <laughs> God, the second he was just like, "Say hello to my little friend," I was like, "I'm out. I am done. You are awful. How very dare you!" And like, it seemed like the rest of the cast of the show didn't really care for the guy either. And like I was, I was kind of okay with that. Like I, I didn't, you know, none of the other characters really bugged me per se. But that guy bothered me. <laughs> and then he'd like try to be all serious and whatnot, but he always had like some some completely dorky, ridiculous, stupid. And then like all the girls giving him side eye. I'm like, yeah, give him all the side eye in the world. This guy's <laughs> awful. What a piece of crap. <laughs> Uh-huh. Say hello to my little friend. Well, <laughs> all, all of the acting wasn't terrible. There were some bright spots. Obviously, um, what's her face? Kate, is it Kate Mulgrew? The I don't know the character's name on the show, but she's on Orange is the New Black as Red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's she's, she's sh- obviously fantastic. Yes. And I liked the... Uh, the Ashmore brother that was in it too. I always liked Oh yeah, him. Iceman's brother. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a he's a sci-fi staple now cuz he was Oh, is he? Well, yeah, well, yeah cuz well, he was also on that uh, other show that you had us watch, right? Yes. Yes, uh, uh This was better than that show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Killjoys is the other show, by the way. Um Yeah, yeah that's the very appropriate name for that show. <laughs> So, I mean, with this episode in particular, you get to see just about every main character that has shown up in the first three seasons. Um, my, one of my favorite characters in this show that did does that like doesn't get a lot of play in it is Artie, is like the the old man of the group. Gotcha, yeah. And he was gotcha. all right. I like that guy. Okay. Yeah, he was all right. I ca- I couldn't help not thinking that he wasn't uh, John Reese davies but <laughs> no, he was on Sliders, so yes. I guess he was like this show's version of John Reese davies from Sliders. I think most um, sci-fi shows have like a poor man's version of somebody more famous. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho... I just I, <laughs> say about Iceman's brother. I, is it is it Sean Iceman? Ashmore? Is it Sean? Yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's Aaron. Sean okay, so yeah, wait. Sean Ashmore was Iceman. In okay, the Sean movies. was Iceman. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. but like I don't think he's more famous. I think the younger brother is more famous for being on these sci-fi shows. Yeah, he, and Veronica Mars. And Veronica Mars. That's, that's true. Right. 
That's true. The... I don't know. I just... when Whenever I watched this show, I like to see how far out they can go with the artifact. The story itself... I mean... The... the, the the woman playing H.G. Wells is actually like they have a whole storyline. How, you know, is that like, actually supposed to be H.G. Wells? It's supposed to be H.G. Wells because, like, I, I want to say that the storyline, like, they they made it so that it was her brother or something because of who she was and time travel and she, you know, woman couldn't be as prolific as she was, and so it actually was H.G. Wells. That may that is definitely lost in this episode because that you know that was cleared up in episodes past, but the the relationship you get like you find out you know that there's strife like immediately with that character and that's like it's she's not a constant on the show she pops in and out every once in a while and I like the fact that no matter when you watch the show it is primarily a monster of the week or crime of the week kind of thing and you get to see some it's it's fun for me because i don't have to pay attention to it every once in a while the pete character makes me laugh most of the time he makes me cringe but he is definitively supposed to be the comic relief everybody the guy i hate go ahead no is that what you're talking about the guy i hate yes oh yeah, yeah. He sucks the other the downside of plunging us in the middle of this is as you say this had a lot of feels for Mm -hmm. you and i could tell that that was something that they were going for and something that i don't know um if i had seen more of this i probably would have had more feels for what was going on Mm -hmm. um but you know, without without context, it was sort of like I can tell this is supposed to be important, but I don't care as much as I probably could because I don't know these people and I'm not super invested. Right. I did think it was cool, though. Like, I mean, if we venture into a little bit talking about the second half of the two parter, I, I like the resolution of the of the plot with the kind of blowing everything wide open in their world. Yeah, and and I was. <laughs> I'm mildly upset at the fact that I gave you the second half as well because my main curiosity was due to the fact it was this is a straight up two-parter. Would you have been interested to see how it finished? I think so. Yes, I think I would have wanted to be like I would be like uh, I think when we oh yes when we like looked it up online we were like oh this is part one of a two-parter before we even opened up the file and realized it that mm-hmm. you had given us both parts right. Uh, and when I said when I first saw that I said damn it Evan <laughs> mostly mostly because time is at a premium not that I mind watching you know two part episode <laughs> but uh, like once we got to what would have been the, the end of the first part I would have been compelled to keep going okay if only to just finish the story right right well interesting I don't know about Chris he may not have been he able to he probably checked out half you know halfway through like the first before the first commercial break so i understand i didn't check out that quickly (laughs) well that's that's within the before the first commercial break was say hello to my little friend (laughs) i didn't check out that was the thing here this if anything this is a testament to the show because i didn't check out after that 
And I think it was everybody else just kind of not really liking that dude. I just, I hated him so much. And like anytime he was on screen or doing anything or being alive, I just wasn't okay with it. And then like, you know, but, but the show itself was fairly interesting. So, uh, you know, bully for that. The other thing about this that I was interested in, which she was obviously not in this one, but uh, I heard that Jewel State is in the cast of this later on down the road, I think. And I would like to see episodes with her in it because I like her. Okay. I'm trying. I can't remember which ep- like they all sort of blur together. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I could try to look it up, but. They're, it's weird how they have like okay in this episode in particular like Anthony Michael Hall makes I think it's that he was in a previous episode as well but like that's a name mm-hmm. I mean it's not the most current name but it is a name and that happens often in this show where someone that you know or you recognize shows up on the show has a little fun and then bounces out the 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 the, 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 the main cast like outside of this I, I i think the the eddie might have done some commercials i don't know like everybody else i hardly recognize except for allison i don't know how to say her last name the young computer girl okay like i liked her i like her quite a bit like she shows up in a number of different shows but she always plays the same exact character and this show i don't know if if it was this show connected with that um that I, I think i made you watch the show also where the town is all full of scientists and oh goodness what show was that was that eureka 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 that is so like they did a crossover with that show and like it's I don't know. I just have fun watching it. <laughs> I'm not saying it shouldn't As, be winning any awards of any sort, but it's interesting to see what they do with the history and just shoehorn it into you know current times. Like they, what, it was someone who was whose writing crop was it? Oh, I don't remember, but like that—that's the thing. Like, oh, was it, it was Cecil B. DeMille. Was it Cecil B. DeMille? Okay, because that's yeah. what I thought, and I and I went looking it up, and I couldn't find it. But, like, that's what they do. They'll take a famous person, oh my, this is their thing, and this is what it does. So they, it's had nothing to do with really anything factual except a name. And it's just neat to me. I have, I, I, you know, I'm entertained by that. I but, could see the value of this show if, like... I had all the time in the world. Sure, yeah, I'd put it on the background and, you know, let it do its thing. This is definitely a background noise show. Like, because you do not have to pay attention to it at all. You don't. And sometimes those are fun. So, Chris, any any Yo. any last thoughts? Uh, Not really. <laughs> I mean, how long did this show run for? Five seasons? I think that's what I read. I imagine, uh, like you guys were just saying, like I imagine younger me with more time would have dug this show. Um, we have a uh, we have a mutual acquaintance that used to talk about this show, which has somewhat sullied it for me. Uh, 
So there's kind of that going on there, but uh, I mean, really, this is this this would have been right up my alley a, a a good long while ago, like back when I had more time to get into things. Because like as much as as much as this like reeks of sci-fi channel, the the premise being decent enough, had I got in on this on the ground floor, like. I mean, for crying out loud, I like Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like my bar is set extraordinarily high. Uh, as long as there's like a good under uh, underling underlying story going on, I can usually get into something. So, the fact that we were thrown kind of in the middle of this, and I wasn't attached to these characters um, of the sci-fi channel shows that you've sent our way, this is the one I liked f- by far the best. Um, you know, like the Magicians was just like. The thing about, you know, magicians had that that levitating sex scene that was just like, oh my god, look how edgy we are. Look, look at it. Look with your eyeballs. And it's like, I get it, sci-fi. You're really edgy. And, you know, the, the Eureka show, I, I just didn't, I just didn't, that one just didn't click with me. And uh, what was the other one? Brown coats. I um, mean, not, not brown coats. Uh Killjoys, that's it. Yeah, Um, that was that was just like, man, Firefly was great, wasn't it? Please watch me, please. And this one was just like, this is kind of neat. This is this doesn't really remind me too much of any one thing. I just really hated that main guy, which. uh, But I mean, you know, God, his jokes were dated even when this aired. For crying out loud, yeah, come on, man. But uh, no, I, I, if I had started this a long time ago, I probably would have dug it. I mean, it's there. It doesn't really have a place in my life now. But I certainly wouldn't begrudge anybody for for digging this show. I know there's like, it definitely had its following. I mean, it ran for five seasons. I know there's a bunch of comic books based on it. But um, yeah, I did not hate it. There you go. That's that's all I could ask for. Not hating. Because it is sci-fi, and I know that immediately puts a bad taste in people's mouths, which is unfortunate, because there's some interesting things. Like, Happy. I was just going to say, Happy is on sci-fi. Like, they're clearly getting better, and they're kind of finding their voice, and... Um, I'm I'm glad that they are trying to do something other than than this because if they have a good premise and they can actually execute it without being garbage, then hooray! You know, like like happy or you know that up that Krypton show doesn't look bad and yeah, I'm seeing uh, ads for that all over the place. Magicians has promise. It was just like still kind of stinking of these kinds. Of, it's kind of like how I was just talking to Karen about like why do we like Agents of Shield so much more than the CW superhero shows, but which we also watch because we love them. And it's because it's 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 all the same level of goofy superhero nonsense, but it cuts out all the bullshit. Like there is not all that whiny relationship drama that is so f- just dripping all over the CW uh, uh, superhero shows. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's kind of a, a, a symptom of that network. It's just like kind of the, the garbage that they, they seem to want to smear all over that, which isn't all of their shows, but it's like that, that kind of flavor. Right. And um, if they could just, if they could transcend, if sci-fi can find a way to transcend that specific flavor that they have of just, just, I don't know, Velveeta smeared all over your TV screen. Then uh, I, th- I think they've 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 it got. Took promise. me a second to decode that. <laughs> got it. It's though. cheese, Evan. I'm talking about cheese. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> it. So, in other words, sci-fi be less sci-fi. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's a shame too because you know, or maybe less less seafy and more sci-fi. Or just don't try so damn hard, you know. That's that's the well, thing. Well, that's just what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. Calling it that S S F, That's trying too hard. Exactly. Just you know, they don't need to try so hard. Like, look at you watch Star Trek: The Next Generation and uh, DS Nine. Like, the, those shows didn't try so hard, and mm-hmm. that's what made them such classic sci-fi. Firefly did not try so hard, but, and all these but shows. How that do they realize when they're trying too hard? Because there's formulaic type things in all shows like yes you need comedic relief okay in a non mm-hmm. horror or drama show you need some sort of comedic relief mm-hmm. where's that line because someone is laughing at say hello to my little friends I know, and I don't know what that line is. I'm I'm not a TV producer. I'm not I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I have the answers, but I just I know it when I see it. And, and you saw this it. has this this has some of that, but it's it's definitely a a cool concept. Good. All right. Good enough. I appreciate you guys taking the time and double that. I expect it. So I apologize. So ah, no worries. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. Geek 8's Ring the Bell is back with an all-new episode that's chock-full of professional wrestling comedy. This time, they tackle the results of WWE's Elimination Chamber, including a look at the first-ever Women's Chamber. They also discuss the Big E's UFC woes, and then it's time for some tough talk about a Kari Sane house show. Head over to the Geek Abe YouTube channel and check out Ring the Bell, episode 310, Elimination Chamber 2018. Your favorite big, pink, all-consuming Nintendo hero is back this week with a brand new game for the Nintendo Switch. So it's the perfect time to celebrate with some of the best music in the Kirby series. This month, Matt and I went back to the glory days of the NES to check out the soundtrack to my all-time favorite Kirby game, Kirby's Adventure. Why not prepare for the release of Kirby Star Allies by going back to where it all began? Tune in to the Waveback Podcast, episode 52, Kirby's Adventure. With International Women's Day having just passed, what better way to celebrate than with an in-depth look at a female superhero who was recently rebranded from an overtly sexualized stereotype to an empowered, confident fighter? Jonathan Fuger examines the troubled past and potentially bright future for the most powerful member of the Inferior Five. Don't miss Welcome to the D-List, Tough Bunny. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Hey, Chris. Hi, Evan. You got you got so, some Dragon Ball news for me? Well, sort of. Uh, to tackle this slightly different because, uh, all right, here's your summary. Goku went uh, full, uh, uh, what's, this, what's it is? Uh, Ultra Instinct, and he fought Jiren for the whole episode. So there's your summary. So here's the thing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there's just Dragon Ball Super. That was from that was for last week because there was no new episode this week because they delayed it by a week. I guess because they're they want to make the last episodes nice and shiny because there's only two episodes left okay. and then it's over. So Goku's still fighting Jiren and there's only two episodes left. So which means that I'm betting the next episode finishes the fight with Jiren, which I'm calling. I'm still calling that uh, nobody remembers that Frieza is still alive. 
and on the battlefield, unconscious somewhere. So the, Goku is going to fight Jiren until time runs out, and then they're going to be like, "Well, Universe Seven wins because they got two fighters." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And then Frieza is going to be like, "I'm still here," and then they're going to win. And then Goku's probably going to use the Super Dragon Balls. That's why the show is called Dragon Ball Super to wish back all the other universes that were erased. That's my guess. But they only have two episodes to do that. I hope they can wrap it up. But here's the thing that I keep seeing. Now that Dragon Ball Super is almost done, I keep seeing online just these these really negative vocal morons that are just like, Man, Dragon Ball Super is stupid. It was, this show is awful. You want to watch real good Dragon Ball, watch Dragon Ball Z. So, look, I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball Z. Obviously, I do this segment every week. But I don't know if these people have seen Dragon Ball Z lately. Like... It's not very good. It's, I mean, it's amazing. It's really super cool when it's really super cool, but it is a great story told incredibly poorly. And I don't know what pedestal they have Dragon Ball Z put up on, probably nostalgia, because like, just from pure storytelling, there's really not much of a difference between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. It's, uh, it's dudes with spiky hair fighting each other and doing really cool stuff. And, uh, and I love it. But uh, come on, now let's not let's not rose tint the uh, Dragon Ball Z here too much. It was a great show. It was amazing for its time. But Dragon Ball Super, let's appreciate what we have. It's not GT, guys. It's not GT, and it's great. So there, that's that's all I have to say about it. Next week, uh, there'll be a, a proper Dragon Ball Super 60 second summary. Thank you, sir. No, thank you for the opportunity. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials and the Dragon Ball Super. I don't know. It was like 120, maybe 180 second summary. It was important. Damn it. <laughs> we gave you a platform, Chris. It's okay. Let's talk some news. Um, all right. So seeing as we missed last week, please check out our Twitter feed for all of the news that we were going to talk about last week and get caught up. Here is this week's. I don't. I really didn't want to start with this, but it's in the feed. So, <sighs> ugh. I blame Chris. Superhero high. This is my fault. Because <laughs> you put it in there. If you didn't put it in there, we wouldn't have to talk about it. And yes, you titled that's it. That's what well. she said. <laughs> Come on now. All right, from superherohype.com, we got some images for Iris in costume. Uh, and the trailer for that episode. And the trailer looks okay because it's. I I, I want to see Barry awkward. I like seeing awkward Barry. But other than that, <laughs> I have to admit I laughed when she ran out of the room and and like he got blown back by the speed and he was like, "Oh, that's really annoying." <laughs> yes. See, so, like that. that I want. I want to see that. I don't want it if they could just like cut the scene. Ugh. Like, if they didn't have her, like, she had powers and, like, just ran off to do stuff and they just stayed with Barry the whole hour, that'd be fine. <laughs> and then she comes back, <laughs> covered in soot. <laughs> I just put out a fire. She just <laughs> just kept coming back with, like, different afflictions. See, now, that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out. There's the trailer for the upcoming episode. Um, we've explained that, you know, her and Barry's, like, the power thing swaps because of a, a character yeah it's, there's some meta that can swap powers actually what was it who is the ability to swap people's dna that's Ooh. a little bit more than power set yeah so that's weird yeah 
Can somebody please take away Cecile's like tele tele whatever <laughs> mind reading powers? Because I maintain that that is the most annoying thing on that show is that suddenly this woman wakes up one day being able to read everyone's mind and hear everyone's thoughts and no one is fucking looking twice. They're just like, yep, that's a thing now. Who? I, I'm not. I'm not current. Who has Joe's uh, girlfriend, Joe's fiance, girlfriend. baby mama. Oh, she has pregnancy telepathy. <laughs> right, telepathy. Thank you. That's what. I, and like, Wait. but nobody's like batting an eye. What? All right, all right. And Nobody, yeah, no, nobody's like. Wait a minute. We should really look into this. <laughs> and I feel like it's gonna come up later that it like, oh, it's part of a larger plan, and you just you didn't see it coming because you know but, we didn't explain it didn't, at all. Exactly <laughs> because nobody's looking too hard at it, and that's not the right way to do a reveal. Oh goodness. Oh, so, that's said, that's what's bothering me about the Flash this week. Thank you, and rant. <laughs> <laughs> and rant over. All right, let's head over to what is it? Decider, decider.com. We got uh, some casting news for the Charmed reboot. I I didn't I knew that this was coming. I wasn't I, it didn't really matter to me, but they cast three girls that actually look like sisters. Are they actually? They did. I don't think they are actually sisters. And Charmed will no longer be the whitest female show ever. Seriously, like, that's what caught my eye about this story is way to go. Like, hooray. Stories don't always have to be about white people. Yeah, and and like some of them, some of those, some of that cast was like Rose McGowan. That's like ultra white. But... There you go. We got a... Uh, oh, jeezy, crazy. I'm not even going to try. Well, Melanie Diaz? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Madeline Mantock and uh, Sarah Jeffrey. Okay, thank you. Because I was looking for the other names and I had to read the whole article. Um, they all have some sort of acting credits to their, to their name, so that's good. Um... And I guess this shouldn't be surprising coming from the uh, showrunner of Jane the Virgin. True. True. Um, Fierce, funny, and feminist. It's the take on the WB's beloved Supernatural series. I might be more interested in this than I ever was uh, about the original Charmed, which isn't saying much because I was like zero interested in the original Charmed, and I like might check this out. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, they gotta fill that Sunday night with something, right? That's true. That's true. They ha- they're getting an extra day, so you gotta put something out there. Let's head over to Deadline. Um, okay, so John Favreau is set to executive produce and write a Star Wars series for Disney, um, which is great. I think he's he's a good writer and he has a good vision. Um, and he's got, you know, action chops from, he does. like, Iron Man and whatnot. But my, what caught my eye in this article was that Lucasfilms is still around. I thought Disney bought Lucasfilms. They bought Lucasfilm. They still use the label. Oh. Uh, because, all right. Interesting. They, uh... <laughs> it, it's... 
sorry go ahead no no that just the the reason that this like took such prominence in my news feed the day that it was announced is that this announcement coincided with international women's day and every woman on twitter was like oh great another straight white dude being in charge of more star wars that's what we need one more straight white dude and like i don't know i don't totally agree with that but i do kind of agree with that like john john favreau's is qualified he is a legitimate name to be chosen for this but i do see the argument like we could widen the perspective on star wars and choose someone else's perspective to see it through Mm. it's disney um so they're they're most likely just gonna go with the staple like i don't know I, i don't see them venturing out too far because it is star wars and I guess they just have to weigh out what backlash they're going to get because they will get something, something, someone will say something about it negatively. Well, uh, yeah, somebody's going to say something negatively either way because yeah. they went with this choice and negative things were said. So, yeah, I mean, people hate, hate The Last Jedi because of all the inclusion. Absolutely despise oh, Ray because she's a Mary Sue and. Uh, oh, people! Hey, there's just there's no way people won't hate Star Wars at the moment. This is this is very true. Uh, curiosity: Did you guys watch the Last Jedi? Oh yeah. God, yes, and, I loved it, and you loved it. Okay, I loved everything except for the m- milking scene. That was um, Un- unnecessarily that was nauseating. Un- uh, that was yes, that was unnecessarily nauseating. And I mean, Holdo's entire the, the whole problem with Holdo's plan that would to not that. She just should have told Poe what was going on. Like, all you had to do was say, I have a plan. Not like, Listen you just to have me. to have faith in the plan. Like, this is not the time for teaching a lesson. Just say, look, I have a plan. Go do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's all she needed to do. I, I, I attempted to watch it this weekend. I got halfway through it, and I felt, like, unengaged. And I'm like, I'm I just, just too much for me to watch right now. So I'm going to put this away for a bit and try to go back to it. I was I was mildly disappointed in a Star Wars movie not full heartedly grabbing my attention. I, I liked it a lot better the second time. I mean I really liked it the first time, but the second time watching it, knowing what I was getting into, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot better. Because, I mean, there's no getting around the fact that uh it's a weird Star Wars movie. It's it's a different flavor. Right. And I'm okay with that, because we've had a lot of other movies that were the same flavor. So hook us up with some different flavor. All right. Well, back to this news story. He's going to be doing a live-action Star Wars for, or series for their online service. So, plan to release in uh, late 2019. That's it. That's the info we got on that one. Like, there's not much, but so far, so good. Um, Chris, you posted up this one. <laughs> I like it when you post trailers because I know I'm going to enjoy them. Um, <laughs> I forgot how much I enjoyed the show. <laughs> we didn't watch it. We didn't watch it. And I guess this trailer came out. I was like, oh, crap. We didn't watch this show. This show looks great. Oh, this this trailer. Oh, I, okay. I apologize. The trailer for Santa Clarita Diet Season 2 has released. And it is so much fun. <laughs> 
I really enjoyed the show when I watched the first season, and it looks like they're just taking it a step further and making it, like, better. I love the interaction between the characters, you know, the relationship stuff and whatnot, but it looks like a lot of fun. And you have, you guys haven't watched Santa Clarita Diet? No, no. I didn't. Oh. But I do really like every single time uh, Tim Oliphant was on the screen in this trailer, I was I was just a happy person. Yes. <laughs> everything he did and everything he said. It's like what there was one where he was like walking through the house and he's like, It's all okay, everything's gonna be fine, we all have each other and that's all we need and then he walks into the kitchen where like there's just a bloodbath and he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> and I guess there's something about his it wasn't just the the juxtaposition of of the two halves of what he was saying it was something in his delivery it was just so perfect it's it's a different kind of character that he's playing he normally plays very confident and heroic kind of and this is not and it's so refreshing he's really good at it he's really really good at it and drew does a phenomenal job in it as well like it's a it's a good show it's definitely definitely worth a watch so, um, Santa Clarita Diet Season 2 is set to return to Netflix on March 23rd. Check that out and check out the trailer. It's, it's fun. Okay. From Deadline. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I th- I, you know what? I do. I don't, I don't feel this is necessary. But it is going to happen. Um, David Chase is set to revive the Sopranos universe with a prequel movie. Um, and it's going to be titled The Many Saints of Newark. I may be in the minority in saying that I wasn't the biggest fan of The Sopranos. You're not in the minority on this show because I don't know about Karen, but I've never watched The Sopranos. Yeah, we fall into that like just never saw it category okay i've watched a couple of episodes and nothing so this is obviously not geared towards us but it's geared towards somebody because they have this for is, your information for, it's geared towards a lot of people because yeah. you know sopranos was huge mm-hmm. um and some people can't just can't let their universes go and they got to keep making stuff you know, just look at J.K. Rowling. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, a lot of people were dissatisfied with the ending of Sopranos, so maybe that's why they waited as long as they did. Um, I don't know. It's it's about okay. It's about the the Newark riots in the '60s, where that's an actual real thing. Um, it was a time where a lot of shit was going sideways between the Italian Americans and the African Americans in Newark where shit got really bad. So this is apparently set in that time frame and it's going to feature the parents of the Sopranos or you know of the the, the cast I don't know. It's I, I'm trying to 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 give a shit <laughs> and I can't <laughs> it's also a way for them to be able to go back to this well seeing as their lead actor is gone now right and that's that and like I to me I thought like alright just let it be he's gone let it all they didn't 
this is going to happen. Um, is there a date? No, it, it was just that the rights were bought for the story and that that David wrote. So hopefully for those that want to see it, it'll happen. Hope it doesn't suck. Hope it doesn't suck and hopefully it'll happen. All right, Karen. Um, I didn't get to read the full article because, yeah, like you said, it didn't fully expand. Um, from Mary Sue... For International Women's Day, Freeform isn't letting female characters apologize for nothing. <laughs> I thought this was a really cute thing. I, there's, There's been a lot of... Um, there were a lot of things on International Women's Day that were just like commercialism. Like companies saying, you know, women, we salute you. Buy our product. Like, okay, fuck off. Um, but... Uh, Freeform, the network, uh, everything they aired for 24 hours during that day, uh, they bleeped out the words, I'm sorry, to kind of draw attention to how women always feel compelled to over-apologize for things that don't really deserve an uh, an apology. So I just thought that was a cute thing to do. And they have a little campaign thing here about... um, you know, stopping your over-apologizing by putting money into, like, a little, you know, jar whenever you unnecessarily apologize and then donating to that to some charity that's, like, empowering for girls. I thought that was nice. That is. That is. There is a hashtag out there, hashtag not sorry. Um, you can read the article. It'll be It'll be linked to in our show notes. And I'm curious as to how many how apparent it was during the day on Freeform. I wonder if... I think they said it in here how many times they had it. It was like, it was a lot. But now I can't find it because my iPad is old and tired. (laughs) You didn't crank, you didn't, you know, get the the hamster. I didn't wind the hand crank. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's good. Check that out. Um, (laughs) From com, (laughs) our favorite, um, why this is on com is weird to me, but it's okay. We got it. Uh, we got some imagery from the the new Luke Cage. Luke Cage season two that's coming. And it looks fun. It looks entertaining. It looks good. Misty uh, Knight is such a badass. We get to see Misty Knight and her bionic arm in action. Um, I do like... It was it was commented in the article about how that picture shows Misty Knight punching a dude, and then Luke Cage lifting a guy like three to four feet in the air. But like Luke's action is you know in the background, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like unnecessary. They could have split that, but it it's gonna be looks to be that it's gonna be a lot of a lot of action, action packed and good stuff. So check it out. It looks great. I mean. That they have a trailer out for it already, and he and is it's so soon. So soon. That's, so. Is that on my birthday too? Uh, when's, that, when's, yes, yes, that's ye, the one that's on your birthday. June, no, there was something. Yeah, June Mario 22nd. Tennis for Switch comes out on my birthday, and Luke Cage comes out on my birthday. So you're telling what me that you your birthday is June twenty second, Chris? Yes. I wouldn't know that until June 22nd, unless you told me otherwise, and Facebook tells me. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't like Facebook tell you like a day before or something? Or, no, my Facebook my, oh, doesn't. My phone, that's it. My phone tells me everyone's birthday the day before. At least your phone gives you a fighting chance to be not a dick. <laughs> there you go. Check it out. Um, 
has this uh, this episode hasn't happened yet, right? It right. has not. Okay, good. <laughs> I I haven't watched an episode of Supernatural like current in a long time. I will watch this when it airs because this looks so much fun. <laughs> um, we get to see some imagery of Sam and Dean in the Shaggy verse, the, the Scooby verse. I mean, this is such a good idea. This it's is so, so funny. fun. Um, we get a, a synopsis of what it's going to be like. Apparently, Sam and Dean save some dude. The dude gives him, them a magical TV unbeknownst to them. They end up in a Scooby-Doo episode. And conveniently enough, Dean is a super huge Scooby-Doo fan. <laughs> Scooby Natural is the name of the episode, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this as they're explaining the whole thing is that Dean actually knows what episode of Scooby-Doo they fall into. <laughs> like, that's fourth wall breaking kind of thing right there. Um, yeah. I think I also saw somewhere, like, there might be a, a clip or two somewhere or floating around, and I saw um, Dean, once he's in the cartoon world, is like, dibs on Daphne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like there's a couple of images attached to the article and the I the bottom one is Dean in is that considered a neckerchief or an ascot? Uh I think it's a neckerchief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's worth the price of admission for that alone. Uh, this is this is great. This is great. Castiel. I mean look at it. Sam the supernatural I saw world. Online today um an ad for like a t-shirt with art from the episode and the art looks great i mean it is simplified scooby animation but you see all of the characters you see who they are like you know yeah they're definitely recognizable definitely definitely recognizable um is there a date let's scroll march 29th march 29th 8 p.m on the c-dubs check it out okay um ooh. <laughs> I didn't read this article either. Oh, oh. no. I, I skipped it. Times. You know what it was? I skipped it because the, as I scroll, it says, I have been waiting my entire life for this. And I was like, all right, what is she waiting for? And I must have just scrolled down. Obama in talks to provide shows for Netflix. Explain, Karen, please. Um, basically, he's going to, uh, he, well, assuming that this deal goes through, he's going to be making some like kind of non-fiction documentary style stuff for Netflix uh, covering issues that were important to him during his administration and um, Michelle Obama would be involved as well um, just to bring light to some uh, you know topics that dominated his pre presidency like it says here healthcare, voting rights, immigration, foreign policy and climate change Things that uh, maybe aren't aren't getting the treatment that uh, that that they maybe should could or should during you know the current administration. Interesting. It's funny how the previous administration has to go on TV to get the good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. The deal is evidence that Mr. Obama, who left the White House when he was just 55 years old, intends to remain engaged in the nation's civic business. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Going high where when they go low. Mm. So, as they say. 
flabbergasted that this actually has to happen. All right, Karen. Hold it. <laughs> hold it. Damn it. I was going to tell you to hold in the squee, but there it is. It's too late. <laughs> you let it slide from Entertainment Weekly. Doctor Who lands Alan Cummings as a nice baddie. <laughs> you guys, this is the most perfect thing that's ever happened. <laughs> All right. So, Karen, how do you feel about this? I mean, do you Don't need sugarcoat to it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we got news that Alan Cummings will be appearing on The Who um, via the Homo Sapiens podcast. Um, yeah, sort of, you know, weird place to leak it, but okay. There, there it is. Um, he plays a pseudo baddie. From the 13th, no, 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 uh, 17th century. So mm -hmm. there you go. I, <laughs> I don't understand how this hasn't happened yet. How has Alan Cummings not been on who? I feel like it's just logistics that it hasn't worked out yet, you know? Interesting. All right. Well, there you go. Check that out. It doesn't say when, does it? No. No, we don't know anything about air dates for it yet. It's going to be, it's going to premiere in the fall and that's all we know. Okay. This is what I'm hoping for, for my birthday. <laughs> so you're saying your birthday is in the fall. Okay. I have to take notes. All right. Check that out. Um, man, Karen, I could see where you were all weekend. Um, BBC... Wraps their filming of Amazon Prime series Good Omens. So it's, it, uh, what is it called? Principal Photography has finished for Good Omens. Yes, indeed. So now it goes into editing. So we should have it by 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be here holding my breath until such time as 109 day shooting schedule. That's pretty long for six episodes. And they went all over. They went South Africa, mm -hmm. and I thought they went all over. They but did. That's they, all they mentioned. Uh, London, Oxfordshire, uh, South Africa. So interesting, interesting. I like. They still have not, to my knowledge, announced who is playing Death. So no. that'll be interesting. There is a long list of who is in the show, but not who is death. Well, there you go. It's going to happen. I think they got the actual death to do that. I mean, they've got the clout. <laughs> they do. This is true. <laughs> that is it is true. Neil, so Neil Gaiman's got some pull. But I'm sure he's on first name basis with death. <laughs> Calls him D. But, I mean, didn't he write a whole comic about him? Her, right? Her. Her. Yeah. Damn it. It's true. Sorry. I'm sorry, Neil okay. David Flans. Please don't crucify me. No, it's Dude, all right. Neil is going to show up at our front door and smack <laughs> you with a glove. He would never. That's true. He Neil Gaiman <laughs> loves me. He'd give you a hug and say, it's okay. He would, exactly. <laughs> and then he'd hold our adorable children and tell us how adorable they are. Okay. Back to reality. <laughs> no, no, no thanks. I'll stay in my fantasy yeah. land where Neil Gaiman's coming over for tea and a play date. Set <laughs> a play date with your kids. That sounds like really... Well, he has a little boy who I think is like two. Okay. All right. Um, from it could happen. It could happen. From comicbook.com. 
I get the news that Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes will appear on a CW show finally because Kevin has done a bunch of episodes for the CW. Now he's actually going to appear in one. Um, Jay was in an episode, an early episode or something, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he like was a it Flash or was it Supergirl? I, I can't remember. If it was he Flash wasn't or I don't, Arrow or oh, it was him. Yeah, because he was like some dude with like his car got. Yes. Run into her or something. Jack, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, now it's pretty much Jay and Silent Bob. Yes. And what's funny about this whole, like, I, I didn't hear the podcast because I do listen to Fat Man on Batman. I didn't listen to this episode. I haven't heard it yet. But I can hear it in his voice as he tells the story about the only reason he would have said no is because he would have <laughs> to wear pants. <laughs> that Dude likes his shorts. Fun. Jorts. You have to say it right, because they're jean shorts, not just shorts. (laughs) Um, Both Jay and Silent Bob will be playing security guards. Now, they will not be playing the characters of Jay and Silent Bob, but coincidentally enough, Jay has a speaking line and Kevin Smith does not. So he just stared there (laughs) silently. (laughs) I like how the the still for the video that's embedded in this article (laughs) is... From the goodbye horses scene from Clark's Tales. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? He's doing the chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is all good news. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out when I. It doesn't say when it airs, but it. It'll no, be they on don't the have an air date for this one. But I have to warn everybody that clicks on this link. There will be another article below it. That you will never, ever be able to unsee. It is Tommy Wiseau's releases his Joker audition tape. Now... Who is that guy? Okay, Tommy Wiseau is, is the, the... They made the movie The Disaster Artist. Which I've never seen. Why, okay. why is this movie such a big deal? Okay, this dude is weird. He made his own movie called The Room. It is by far like the worst movie ever made he's weird like it's just weird and then they made a movie about the making of the movie um he apparently wanted to play the joker and he released an audition tape don't don't watch it fair warning don't watch it it'll it'll haunt your night it'll haunt your dreams cannot be unseen (sighs) cannot be unseen um all right so I didn't even realize this was still on the air, but NBC has renewed The Wall for yet another 20 episodes. Chris Hardwick never has to worry about not working. Apparently not. Um, Now, what I do like about this... Okay, game show. It's going to still be on TV. What I found interesting is that it doesn't have a set time slot. (laughs) Because it just fills holes. Yeah, we just do. If we don't have, if we have a hole in the schedule. What are we gonna do? Ah, let's just put the wall there. <laughs> so there you go. That's interesting. That I, show must cost twenty three cents to make. Prize and, money aside. Yeah, and it's getting a one point two rating. So there you go. It's a it's a game show. It can be slotted in wherever. <laughs> Phrasing, and. Like, just it makes sense, okay? I don't think I'll ever watch it, ever. Oh man, news! Chris, I put this next one in there for you. Uh, it's not really 
TV news, but it's news based off of a television show. Um, they're making a Samurai Jack board game. Yeah, I, I saw that headline. That's um, neat. It's I. The reason I I wanted to put it in there is because I wanted you to see it because they have little the 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 pieces, the game board pieces are adorable, and it's a a, a, a Naku and it's it's Jack and it's great. It looks like a lot of cutesy fun and it's based off of the show. I thought people should know about it. We are a geek based website. Check that out. I, I agree. People should know. <laughs> Look at this. They're adorable. <laughs> and was there something in here about like part of the game is that you have to yeah, there are allies, traits, and weapons to use, but Jack's sanity must be guarded during his adventure. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. I like so that. It, it, it definitely seems to take place during the last season of it, where yes. that was a part of it. Yes. Yes. Jack was losing his mind. All right. Um, the next two are, are sort of tied together. Uh, I put up in there the, the new trailer for Westworld Season 2, because I really liked that show, and the trailer looked amazing. Um, it's the new trailer, and it looks like a bunch of teasers uh, laced together because it's like three and a half minutes long but also attached to that is from comic book I think it was from comic book news um, comic book tv.com um, it is a breakdown of the entire trailer now it goes fast so having this little breakdown and this random dude just guessing i liked it 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 made the trailer more enjoyable for me because he saw things that i did not see and all the possible teasers and whatnot so i put that in there the trailer looks great i really enjoyed the show when it was out so i will be watching this as well people who have time to do these trailer breakdowns always blow my mind it's like dude how do you have the time to go through this trailer frame by frame and like examine what everything is? Right, and it's he, impressive. Like he does that and like expands exponentially on the information that is presented. So maybe he's right, maybe yeah. he's wrong. We don't know. He's guessing, but sort of dissects the whole thing. It was, it was it was interesting to see. So check that out. And finally. Chris, I looked at this. I'm not 100% sure what this is. You, you posted this up from Tumblr. Oh, yes. Uh, Patty. Um, Patty from our Mutant Musings podcast sent this over to me from, uh, uh, from Tumblr uh, because she knows I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. So um, there was a, a kid in Mexico who was a humongous Dragon Ball Z fan. Okay. And he's watching this episode where Goku has to do an attack called the Genkidama or a spirit bomb where he raises his hands and he asks everyone in the world for a piece of their energy so this kid this uh, uh, looks like a cancer patient is watching dragon ball and he's putting his hands up to try to give energy to goku for his uh his spirit bomb and the mexican voice actor who plays goku uh for the mexican broadcast of dragon ball found out about this and he uh gave the kid a phone call and had a conversation with him as goku thanking him for his help uh with forming the spirit bomb and then wished him the best oh that is that i it's just delightful, isn't it? It is delightful. And Karen, as you said, sometimes Tumblr is a good place. <laughs> sometimes it is. <sighs> all right. I'm glad we ended on that note. All right. That's it. That's all I got. 
Um, Chris? Yo. You got a spiel for how me? How you doing? I'm all right. How oh, are you? I, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I mean, I'm living the dream. Dreaming you know, the Record live. a podcast. <laughs> live it. Having what is time. it? Lifing the dream? Lifing the dream. Lifing the as, dream. As it were. As your spatula says. As my spatula there is says. So much my stack of spatula say. <laughs> you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both our Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where are you available at? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where can these fine people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com, where we post something new as often as we can. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, Karen. Yes, indeedy. It, Karen, it is your turn. It is my turn. What do you got for uh, us? Yeah, I finished my Veronica Mars rewatch, so I've been dipping my toes in some various things, trying to test out what I, what I could bring to you guys, and I have settled on uh, a recent show. Uh, so next week, for next week, let's watch the pilot of Good Girls. It's a new show on NBC. Good Girls. Season 1, Episode 1, The Pilot. Okay, very good. Thank you so much. That's it, peeps. Thank you for joining us this week on this week's episode. From all of us here, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Say hello to my little friend. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.